Alexa, tell me a joke. Take it away, Jimmy. What does Ariana Grande want to be when she grows up? Ariana Venti. He's pretty good at this, but if you ever want to switch back to my jokes, just say, Alexa, I miss your jokes. Alexa, I miss your jokes. Okay, I'll tell the jokes from now on. But if you want to switch back to Jimmy Fallon's, just say, let Jimmy Fallon tell the jokes. Okay, well, Alexa, tell me a joke. What do you call avocados in a hurry? Avogadro goes. Avogadro. Oh, jeez. That was worse than Jimmy Fallon's. Oh, my God. But technology is awesome, you know? I mean, come on. I mean, you could just call up, hey, Alexa, what's today's date? It's Friday, March 15th. Amazing, right? I mean, you just just tell this this woman, you know, to do everything. Lock your doors, turn on lights, you know. I mean, what's crazy about it is my Apple Watch be sitting there telling me to breathe. Confused about that because I've been breathing since, you know, I was born. You know, it says, oh, breathe. The stress relief is good. You know, just take a deep breath. It releases stress. And I'm sitting there like, okay. <sighs> then I pass out. You know, it's, you know, it doesn't tell me when to stop. So, yeah, it's that too. So, I mean, sometimes, you know, technology can be a problem, right? I mean, it, if you driving a uh, flying a, uh, a Boeing 737 MAX 8, you know where I'm coming from. Technology sometimes can be a bitch. You know, um, I, I, I'm almost with Trump on this one, that I, I'm okay with human beings controlling the aircraft. Don't need no extra stuff from somebody sitting there um, uh, some computer program telling the pilot, no, do this. No, 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 no. This is better. You don't know what's going on. I'd rather a human and a human intuition, the vast training these men and women have for them to control or have total control of the plane or be able to override that system like that. But no, we got to have all this automation, you know, self-driving cars delivering pizzas and all kinds of crazy stuff you know a plane sitting there you know trying to fly itself trying to tell the pilot no do this and then yeah so not flying a 737 anytime soon i'm glad they grounded them um but i hope they get that software issuing you know together you know, I, I, I wish they make sure that the human, the trained human, has total control. Their intuition is, can't be programmed. It's something about it. Just like self-driving cars. Come on. You mean self-driving cars, you, you actually think that it has the capacity and the ability to drive amongst humans in cars and try to anticipate what a human is going to do and to avoid something. No, I mean, unless there's a hundred percent roads of just self-driving cars, 
having a self-driving car in the midst of humans is a death wish. And I will not be in one until all of the cars are like the Jetsons. Everybody has self-driving cars. But until then, you can count me out. I'm not doing that shit because humans are way too unpredictable for that to be a software or some ability to tell you what to do. And, be, and humans become lazy, lazy drivers. They depended on uh, a computer to tell them that they're outside the lanes or uh, something's approaching them. It's breaking for them. And now they're not even using their own senses and they're dependent on the vehicle to do it. One sensor breaks, one sensor's malfunction is your next accident. So, you know, but technology still is amazing. I mean, I got this watch telling me to breathe, for God's sakes. <laughs> it didn't tell me to do it now, but guess what? I'm breathing now. Isn't it amazing? It told me to breathe and I'm doing it. My God, you know, my life was such in peril because I wasn't doing a simple thing as breathing. This watch, this, this Apple watch, it was, it, it opened up my, my perspective in life. It said, breathe. And then boom, I'm breathing. Amazing, right? I just feel that they should have something more um, intuitive, something that, you know, us everyday persons can use, you know, designed for the man and the woman, you know, like my watch. I like it to not tell me to breathe. I like it to alert me on some things that I, as a man, would need to know. Like, beep, 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 beep. Thomas? It's been three days since your last nut. You may be experiencing blue balls. Please proceed to the nearest bedroom. Now, that <laughs> would be the most important thing that any man could have on his Apple Watch. You know, it called it another alert, the blue ball uh, PSA, whatever you want to call it. It would be amazing, right? No, no man would have blue balls. They would be walking around happier, you know, paying women equal pay, um, not trying to destroy the world. We, we just be comfortable. You know, you go up to your, you know, your lady and, and say, hey, baby, uh, we have to go to the bedroom. What, what's wrong, baby? Um, you know, my watch went off and um, it's been a you know, couple of days and it's price is saying that I could be experiencing blue balls. Oh, OK, baby. Well, we don't want that to happen. I, I agree, baby. You know, if it wasn't for the watch, you know, I wouldn't be bothering you with this right now. No, 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 baby. The, the watch is, is, is important. I'm glad you got it. You know, we don't want you to have that medical problem. Oh, thank you, baby. All right. I'll meet you in there. Smack her in the back of the ass. <laughs> I know. My world, right? But, hey, technology be great. You know, you can see. Hey, watch. If you're listening. In my Trump voice. I need relief from my blue balls. <laughs> Let's make sex great again. <laughs> Yo, come on, people. Let's do this. Are you tired of the same long, drawn-out news and entertainment and politics and blah, blah, blah? 
Time to switch it up. A straight-to-the-point fun twist on your news, politics, entertainment, and everything in between. That's what you're looking for. You're in the right place. Welcome to Fire Black with your host, Tommy D. What's going on, people? This is your boy, Tommy D. Nuts. What? Uh, um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm sorry about that. I told y'all to stop playing with my cue cards. Stop it. This is not funny. I don't. <laughs> sorry about that, folks. Um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to try that again. What's up, people? This is your boy, Tommy D. I haven't, you know, my, my, my last name is not D's Nuts. I'm, I'm sorry about that. These guys are comedians over here. So, um, anyway, um, you're listening to <laughs> Fire Black Podcast. Yo, just the usual stuff, and let me break it down to you. You can follow us. Um, let's see, starting on fireblackpodcast.com. That's fireblackpodcast.com or fireblackmedia.com. That's fireblackmedia.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook. That's Instagram and Facebook at fireblackpodcast or Twitter on fireblackpod. That's P O D C A 1. That's fireblackpod. C A one or on Snapchat at Fire Black Pod. That's Fire Black Pod. Also, don't forget, well, you can use your Apple Podcast app to listen to us or the Google Podcast app. That's on Android devices only. Um, we also on Spotify, Breaker, Stitch, Public Radio. Oh, that's Radio Public for us dyslexic people. Um, Anchor and Podbean. And also, hey, you want to ask a question, have a show idea, please hit us up on email at fireblackpodcast at gmail.com. That's fireblackpodcast at gmail.com. Yo, people, what is up? It's been a minute. I know things been happening, trying to, you know, stay busy. Um, <laughs> so what's been going on in the news lately? I mean, tell you folks what's been going on in the news lately. Colleges have just proven they're fucked up, right? I mean, am I right or wrong? I mean, come on. These people were paying to get their little, little people into some of these really nice colleges. Yeah, you know, all, you know, just all the top notch colleges. The funny part about that was the way they was getting in there. Now, they were paying a gentleman to sit there um, and, um, you know, do some uh, um, bedazzling of certain things to uh, increase their chances um, to get them into, you know, some of the best universities. Like I said, Yale. Stanford, the University of South uh, Southern California, the, the name a few. Um, and these guys were, you know, um, paying some big time money. You know, um, the guy was William Singer. Um, he already pled guilty on Tuesday for running the biggest college emissions scam 
in uh, federal prosecution history, folks. History. Now, 50 people was arrested. Let me tell you something. I guarantee that there is a lot more of this widespread than you know. And if the federal prosecution will be honest about it, you know, if they dig deep, they're going to know that this scam was not just this guy. It probably, you know, these everybody. I don't know if you ever heard of these uh, college uh, um, gurus, supposedly that rich people use to um, guide their child, you know, to, to get them the best chances of getting into these good schools. They do little things, twerk a little things here, do little things here, help them, um, you know, make sure that their college admission packet looks its best. You know, help them, you know, okay, you should sign up for this. Oh, you should join band. You should do this, you know, this and this and that, you know, because this is what they look for. Um, basically trying to, it's, it's in a way of skirting the system, trying to, de, you know, develop a perfect child that gets into it. In a way, I'm sitting there going, huh, is that really bad? Is that really uh, problematic? I don't know. I don't know if you actually pay somebody just to have your child do the work themselves, but just have somebody guide them to do that. Like a guidance counselor kind of thing. I don't know if I can say that that is 100% wrong, but here's the problem with it. I think the problem with it is that many of those people um, that indulge in those particular programs are very well off. You know, so... You know, these people get a special advantage into having that insight, you know, to get into these good schools. And it's a shame for the, you know, kids that are, you know, poorer, black and brown people also, um, that don't have that ability to, you know, have their kids have that type of guidance to get into those colleges. But nevertheless, this is not what they were doing. They were actually cheating the system. They were actually having, you know, people take, um, uh, uh, you know, test score, you know, test for them, the SATs and ACT test. You know, they had somebody come in and either take the test for their child or actually the child takes the test and um, somebody comes back in and corrects the test. They was working with some of the, you know, the, the testers, you know, to help them, you know, uh, commit this fraud. Um, also <laughs> here's the funny part, which it, it, it blew my mind when I heard this, some of these kids were getting into school as a athlete. He's like, what, what's wrong with that? These kids was not in no sports. How the hell would you get into a college as a scholarship? Not, I guess non-scholarship players you know they have scholarship players and they have just players that you know get a admission based off them playing a sport but not so much a scholarship um so i guess this is with these kids but you know it was sports that you know wouldn't raise a lot of red flags you know like water polo um a crew you know things you know that you know you know wouldn't stand out as you know such a competitive and, and, and a sport that you couldn't probably fake through. 
like, you know, basketball, football, you know, where, you know, there's so many spaces. There's a lot of people trying to get into those spots. And it's hard to, you know, try to squeeze a non-player in. You know, somebody might notice those. So they use these little um, backdoor sports that you don't see too much of unless you're watching the Olympics and then say, oh, that's what water polo is. Uh, I thought it had something to do with water and horses. Well, I did. I'm sorry. I, I don't know what fucking water polo was unless I watched the Olympics. I didn't know. Come on now. Don't lie. You didn't know what water polo is until you probably heard this story. You're probably Googling it right now, hearing it from me. Like, what is water polo? Yeah, exactly. Crew, you know, thought that had something to do with some polo shirts. You know, I don't know. You know, it, you know, whatever. But nevertheless, they were actually taking some of the students' um, faces and putting them on athletes' bodies. <laughs> And submitting that. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine that. That picture got out. Right. And um, they're at the school. Let's say that the school said. Oh we're going to use this picture. Because this is a great picture. We're going to use it as a uh, advertisement. And. Um, and they posted the picture. Like in. In one of their. Journals. Or their. Uh, 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 brochures or something. And you can imagine that that actual person that knows that that was their body and that was their picture because they probably got it hanging up in their house going, what the fuck? Who the hell is that? How did I get my butt? What is this? You know, you, can you imagine just sitting there opening up something and, and seeing your body and someone else's face in, uh, in, in, you know, on top of it? That probably would have been nuts. I mean, they're showing it now on all these, you know, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News. So I can't imagine by now that that particular student must know that, oh, my God, they used my body. If I don't know how they might have used the older picture, try to not, you know, uh, um, show any um, chances of somebody popping up. But still the same. The chances that has been all over national TV that a person might say, I know that picture. I took that picture. You know, it's just nuts. And it lets you know the whole concept of, of college is them trying to make money. You know, you got to think about it. You know, all of these colleges, you know, since back in the slavery days, we talking about, you know, um, Yale and Harvard and all that stuff. They, they were making money off of, you know, slave owners. You know, they catered to them, you know, entered their kids. You know, they paid a lot of money to these schools and their kids got into those top notch colleges. Yeah, folks, you got to look it up. Didn't know that. Yeah. Find out how Harvard and Yale was making all their money back in the day during slavery time. Yeah. They were taking slave money. That's right. You know, the slaves made the slave owners money. So if that money was being used to pay those colleges to get their kids into those colleges, that's slave money. They used it, folks. Sorry. Especially top notch banks. Banks were using was giving loans to slave owners and use slaves as collateral for those loans. I know, folks, 
you're like, nah, well, look it up, folks. Just look it up. It's it's a uh, it's fundamental fact. Sorry about that. I, I'm not going to bring up none of the banks that were doing this well for um, or, you know, that, you know, was doing this type of stuff well for um, that was involved in it, you know. But, you know, look it up. They'll list all the banks. You'll be surprised because you probably have their bank card right in your pocket. Um, but anyway, I find it appalling for a parent, as a parent, to know that my son that is outstanding in school, making all of the grades and and doing his due diligence in high school to be able to have a abundance of of choices for college to know that he has to compete with the rich and well off and that is no competition you mean to tell me that he will have the chance to be turned down over somebody that brought their way in you know, what happened to it being based off the merits and everything else? Oh, he's like, yeah, well, that's what they did. They uh, made up the merits, which is true. They got into college, faked, you know, their abilities. And I'm sitting here going, wait a second. If they someone else took these tests, right? And then um, these kids got into college, and into some of the best colleges in the United States and the world. We're talking Yale, we're talking Stanford. You know, people come all over the country to go to these schools. University of California. You know, go all over to get into these schools. And some of them are actually doing well, are actually graduated. That also made me think, wait a second, what is the hype? You always thought, like, if you go to Stanford, if you go to um, Yale or Harvard or all these big time schools, you must be a genius. You have to be very, very, very smart to go to these schools because they're the top notch schools. And there's no way in hell that kids that fake their way in can actually be able to graduate from these schools what no they went to these schools and some of them actually graduated it'll let you know the whole hype about these top-notch schools and you know all the best of the best these are the smartest of the smarts it's a lie because we have jack-offs that Never even should have got a look at from these schools. Got in, doing well. Some of them are actually in there right now, doing their thing in a system that says that by all intents and purposes, they shouldn't have been doing well at all, right? You know, they couldn't do real good with their SAT scores. Um, they probably wasn't really good in, 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 in their high school, but they got in. And they flourished. They did well. I know I took that off of left field, but I just wanted to bring that to your attention. It wasn't like, you know, they were continuing or, or somehow got cheated out 
you know, or wasn't had the ability, you know, then you say, how does these colleges pick these students? Are they picking the best of the best? Are they picking kids based off of their ability to be able to graduate? Because that whole system seems to me not to be relevant. It seems to me if you graduated, you know, and and was just a decent student, was able to to operate and learn, understand math, reading and arithmetic, you know, do all your stuff and was able to function pretty well in college. I mean, in high school. That leads me to tell me that you can probably do okay and well in any of these colleges. All of it is a hype. These high-end schools are just a name that was developed a long time to make them seem like they're such a outstanding, better, well-off colleges and that when a person graduates from these schools, they're the best of the best. Don't get me wrong, you know. Some of these students that get into these colleges, some of them are very, very smart. That's why they want to go to these schools. But don't believe the hype. These schools are no more than any other school. Some of these schools use the same books that you might find in a Camden County College or, or a local county college or, or a state local college. But because of the name, that is why they want to get into these schools, the name. You know, graduating from Joe Smo State College compared to graduating from Harvard and Yale can be thousands and upon thousands of dollars annually difference in pay. Amazing, right? Just a name. But what about the quality of education? Probably no different. That, that kid from Joe Schmo State College is probably just as well-rounded, just as smart as someone graduating from Yale, Harvard, Stanford. But that's the hype. You got some of those standout colleges, don't get me wrong. Or some of those standout um, programs within those colleges. Like Harvard, it's known for its law school. One of the top-notch law schools in the world. MIT can't be beat with the, the scientists and, and the technologists and, and the, you know, the geniuses that come out of there. You know, so there are some programs within these schools that are, you know, top notch and are the best based on because of that particular program that that school might carry or just the name of it. Uh, um, what they specialize in but for all in all come on you know it's the name you know and these parents use not the back door which I think is a back door too he's like what's the back door the back door I think is um, like uh, Trump Jr. you know um, not Trump Jr. um uh let me see. Um, 
Trump's daughter's son. Um, well, anyway, his father uh, in uh, pledged about two and a half million or something like that to Harvard. And lo and behold, his son was admitted to Harvard. So that's the back door. If you've ever been to a college campus, walk around next time. Look at the names of these buildings. You might see Mr. Smith and family or Mr. Smith uh, Communications Building, Mr. S- uh, Mr. Smith Science Building, the Mr. Smith Family's uh, uh, Mathematical Appreciation Building. You know, you'll see all these names of, of people. You're like, you know, with all these people. Most of them, some of them are alumni, and some of them, you know, are very um, well-off donors. They didn't just, like, try to pay somebody, like this gentleman. No, they paid the college direct. They bribed the college and got their kids into these schools. They brought a whole goddamn building. You think the school's going to say, oh, no, we're not going to admit your kid. Sorry. Nope. They said he's admitted and um, you can write that check out to Stanford, USA. You know, so they took that money and brought that building and brought their kids into those colleges. That's the back door. And that's what a lot of rich people do. Side door is what this brofo did. He, um had this little network going on. I mean, he had coaches sitting there approving these non-athletes in spot. Now, here's the bad part about it is, folks, because you say, oh, it was no big deal. They got, you know, was able to skirt the system. No, because you know why? You know, parents like us, you know, we have to sit there and console our kids one day. You know, they might have a, a, a dream college in mind. Implied, they did everything they they thought they did right. They had pretty good SAT scores and stuff, ACT scores, um, and you know, uh, did a lot of community service, uh, joined the band, joined sports. They did everything. They piled everything up just to make it show that they was an impressive student. They filled out their application, paid that goddamn fifty to seventy five dollar application fee. Which makes no goddamn sense. It's crazy. Especially if you have your kid applying to three, four, five, six colleges. That adds up. Then, one day, it comes in the mail. Oh my God. Dad, this is from Stanford. Oh, oh my God. I'm so excited. Oh, open it, open it, open it. Ah, ah. Ah, dear blah, blah. Thank you for applying to Stanford University. Unfortunately, meow, 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 meow. <laughs> and then your kids sitting there crying, breaking down. They like, oh, I did everything. <laughs> that, that's the school I wanted to go to, and <laughs> and and I'm gonna talk about you know why that's a problem. You know. You know, because when you fill out your financial aid, I'm going to talk about that in a second. You know, there's an issue with that also. But anyway, 
you know, they get that letter in the mail and you're sitting there like, oh, oh my God, he worked so hard. I was really hoping for my son to, you know, to get into that college. He worked hard for that. And then all of a sudden, right, you find out all over national media that some other kid was admitted in those schools right now that got in the place of your child. Can you imagine if you're in the same state of that child, that them kids that got in and your kid got a letter that said that he would turn down and then to find out later on that, bam, these mofos were skirting the system, using the side door, skirting the system. And now your kid is at home sitting there trying to piece together what I, you know, what's his backup, what I'm going to do. You know, um, I went to that school. I had a, a plan in mind. I had a major in mind. Now, where can I go now? And now here comes another conundrum problem with that. People don't realize that on your financial aid, they ask you, you know, what's the, you know, pick your colleges. What, you know, and you usually list them in the order of what you are looking at first. Like your kid put Stanford first and put, you know, um, Yale or put then Harvard on third, then uh, put the University of Pennsylvania or, or, or something else in fourth and fifth. Well, guess what? Those colleges got that information. You know what they do? They look and they see, uh, he didn't pick us first. He's priority applying to Stanford. We don't have no way of knowing if he got into Stanford. He put us in third. So we're going to look at somebody that put us in first. They got that information. So now all those other top colleges are turning him down. Boom, boom, boom. So a kid that had a major future, you know, could possibly not get in any of the top colleges that he deserves. But now we're finding out it's even worse. Because guess what? All these other mofos are cheating the system. Rich folks getting their lazy ass kids in the system thinking that they're athletes. Where it could have been a nice athletic kid that worked hard. Might not be a star where he would get a whole scholarship. But could have got into school. A school of his dreams. And still play a sport. But no. A non-athlete. Someone that never plays sports got that spot. That's what's going on, folks. And we talking about 50 right now. We don't know how widespread, because I'll be damned if you believe that that was all that was to it. 50 people. Come on. Come on. We I, Come on. All these colleges, all these top-notch colleges. Forget even the top-notch colleges. The second tier colleges. Just to get their, forget about the ones that probably was wanting to get to the top notch colleges. What about the ones that just wanted to get their kids in a college? A state college, something that, 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 that's more oppressive than a community college or something like that. I guarantee you this is widespread. 
And then the colleges is act like we have no idea this was going on. Bullshit. You know why? Because there is a bunch of buildings named after donors. And you cannot tell me if we can match those donors to the donor's family. Ten to one, their kids went to those schools. The colleges do the same thing. And they're sitting there looking at this going, oh, that's awful. They shouldn't be doing that. that that's, you mean, taking money and, 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 and bribing their way into college? Yeah, you know, they learn it by watching you. <laughs> it's nuts, right? It's sad to know that that is our college system. And then we have people out here trying to fight right now in courts to end affirmative action. We don't need it. It's not necessary. We don't need affirmative action no more, right? That's what they say. Come on. Are you serious? This proves why affirmative action is still necessary. Because if you can buy your way in, guess who's going to be left out? The people that don't have the money to buy their way in. And that is minorities, you know, black and brown people, women, you know, other cultures. They would not have a chance. I think there's a case in court now by this conservative group. And, you know, they didn't want to use a white person, you know, like the last. So now they're using an Asian person to complain about affirmative action. They might have a chance now because if it goes to the Supreme Court, guess what? Who knows? Affirmative action might go bye-bye. And guess what? It's going to be next to impossible for black and brown people, for other minorities, to have a equal chance of getting into good schools or schools at all. It's a shame sad um, but I tell you I, I, like I said I wasn't surprised um, this was nuts but I you know I digress you know it's like I said it's as a parent you, you worry you're like man you know we used to tell your kids that your hard work pays off and it's all a lie I've been lying to them. I've been lying to my sons that you would have a chance if you work hard and put forth the best foot, the best effort. That will pay off in the end. And it's a lie. It won't pay off. They, we in a world where money rules. Money talks, bullshit walks. That's what they say. It's a, it's a fact. And I hope that this is an eye-opener for society as a whole, that we need to rethink colleges as a whole. We need to rethink how colleges are making money, how we think about the education system in, in, in the whole prospect. We, 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 we uplift certain colleges and say that they're the best of the best. Is that fact? Is that real? Most of the time, no. 
instead of us telling them any secondary education is good education, getting some college, getting some, you know, uh, a trade school is good. Instead of just saying that we, you know, look and talk about the type of school you want to, the name of the school. And this is what happens. The rich gets the, the, the top picks, you know, schools look at your financial aid history. Hmm. Can he afford to be here? You know, um, you know, some schools have a, a, a blind view of it where the financial aid office is separate from the ministry, the mission, the missions office, the missions office don't know the financial aid history. They just know all the, the other things like SAT scores, their, their transcripts from high school and everything else. And, all that stuff to make their decision. So look for those schools that pledge to do that and do that because that's the way it should be done. Admissions officers shouldn't know about the financial aid aspect of it because that will play into their decision. And if they say they don't, they're lying to you. But folks, let me tell you, it is crazy. Um, also wanted to mention, um, I didn't write up anything on this today, but I wanted to mention that um, the hearts go out to people in New Zealand with that mosque, well, two mosques, terrorist uh, attacks. You know, Christchurch, um, that's the name of the town in New Zealand. 49 dead, dozens hurt. This white supremacist comes in and, and mows them down. We're going to be talking about that more next week because I want to dive in deep and talking about the problem, the one problem in America that we ignore. Yeah, we talk about terrorists. We talk about killer Mexicans, but we don't talk about the rise of, of white supremacist crazy ideology and these groups and people are coming out of the woodwork. And that is, I think, the major existential danger in our country right now that we're just ignoring even the FBI last year did a major report you know what the report was on black extremist groups and one of the groups were black lives matter they had a full 50 60 page report sent out a bulletin to all police talking about these groups they did research on that shit are you kidding me the new Black Panthers, which didn't do anything since the 60s. Um, we're talking about Black Lives Matter, a, a group that is split between all these states, nothing majorly organized, but yet that is what the FBI felt is the biggest threat. Are you kidding me? Really? When did these black groups get a hold of a AK, get a hold of uh, a AR-15s and mow down people randomly at some place, somewhere, churches, schools. Zero. But yet the FBI, just like they did in the 60s, is investigating them for extremist ideology. Are you kidding? But we're going to talk about that next week because I don't want to get into that right now because I'll be on here for a whole hour about that. But next week we're going to be talking about it. But folks, it's a little shorty. This was just a little taste of 
just talking to you. Get your kids together. Um, tell them, you know, college is college. No matter where you go, put your best foot forward in the effort. Uh, get that education. Don't worry about anymore about the name of the college. Worry about the quality of the education. Because all this BS that's been going on, it's let you know that this was all fake. The 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 top notch schools fake. Uh, the best of the best fake. They don't look for the best of the best. They look for the deepest pockets. And you have to reprogram your kids to think about the quality of education and um, getting into a school and, and doing their best and, and starting their careers. Um, and I think they will do well because this, you know, the rat race of trying to fight to get into these these so-called top-notch schools is a losing battle. We just found out because obviously if you don't have the money, the chances of you getting into those schools will be a little bit lower. Um, and we don't know how widespread this is. And, and the fact that they, you know, they're trying to convince people that the kids did not know about this is bullshit. They just don't want these kids to be charged. Uh, you know, probably most or all are well-off white kids. And I even question that even if the, the parents are going to actually spend a day in jail. The fact that a kid gets into school for a scholarship doing sports. I didn't know what they did. Bullshit. I guarantee you these kids were used to their parents doing stuff for them all the time. Um, skirting the system that they didn't think twice. If someone took the SATs for you. And you applied to college and put SAT scores onto your application. How the fuck you trying to tell me you don't know that the, my parents did this? Bullshit. They should be charged too. Just like any other black and brown or other minority would be. And the fact that they're not is just a slap in the face. They skirted the system too. They lied. They cheated. They should be charged right alongside of their parents. There are some exceptions in that. Yeah, there was some that took the SAT scores and someone came in behind them. And, you know, so it might be a chance that these kids not know. But the fact that all of these kids didn't know is, is BS. Come on. Come on. As Obama says, come on. Don't get mad. Vote. It's like, <laughs> but anyway, folks, thank you for listening. Um, like I said, remember, we're on... Apple Podcast app and the Google Podcast app. That's on the Android devices only. Spotify, Breaker, Stitch, Radio Public, Anchor, and Podbean. And like I said, please hit us up on fireblackpodcast.com. That's fireblackpodcast.com and fireblackmedia.com. And remember on Instagram and Facebook on fireblackpodcast. That's at fireblackpodcast. And Twitter at fireblackpod. CA1 as Fireblack Pod CA1 and on Snapchat at Fireblack Pod. And also, like I said, hit us up with some questions, comments, whatever you want to talk about. You know, our next week when we talk about uh, white supremacist groups and the rise of them. Um, you know, if you got some comments about that, you got some, you know, what we want to talk about, 
You can always email me at fireblackpodcast at gmail.com. That's fireblackpodcast at gmail.com. And folks, guess what? I'm outie. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Fire Black with Tommy D. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit fireblackpodcast.com. On Twitter at Tommy D. Light Photo. And on Facebook.com slash Tommy D. Light Photo. We'll catch you next time.